Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and today I am joined yet again with Tyler Moss. Not actually yet again, because you're probably watching this in a reverse order, 360 reverse, but me and Tyler today are doing a zero running back versus zero wide receiver mock draft. Now, you might be wondering, hey, Nick, what's zero running back? What's zero wide receiver? Now, I've done videos on these both, but like I said, I'm going to explain it right here. So I am doing the zero running back part of the video, which pretty much means that I'm not going to be taking a running back for the first four or five rounds. Tyler, now you can explain what zero wide receiver is. Yeah, apparently what I'll be doing for this video is uh, attempting to rob a bank. Yeah, I look fucking rough as hell right now. I know white cap. I look like the perfect criminal. Um, yeah, no, I'm going to be doing zero wide receivers. So basically I'm going to be muting the button of wide receivers for a long time and I'm going to do it legit. I'm a person that will do it legit. You're going to see zero wide receiver at its best here because I'm going to be doing it. Let's go. Let's go. So now you can just pick your draft slot. I'm going to go ahead and pick towards the back of the drafts because I want 10. Cause I think honestly, the zero running back strategy really only yeah, works randomized. towards, towards the back of the draft. You can pick whatever you want. I'm not randomizing shit. So right. what, what pick would you like? I have no click, idea. She's going to click move slot. Oh, now I see. Now, oh, all right. Well, um, I'm going to go – I'm a back of the draft kind of man. I, I am. I'm going to I'm gonna go the sniper. I'm going to go at I'm gonna go at eight. We'll go at eight. So not sniping. Okay. All right. So Tyler's at eight. Did you click on it? I did, Dad. Okay. Well, it hasn't moved on my screen, but we're going to start the draft. Tyler at eight, me at ten. Will it work? Who really knows? So let's get right into it. So obviously we are drafting up against the El Computador, as they say, in Spain. So we are going to, to be uh, just oh. having a nice draft against the computer, talking about every single pick, and just having an overall great day. So Tyler is at eight, and I am at pick number 10. The first, like, five picks of the draft are literally like an insta-lock. The draft starts in 10 seconds. It's going to be Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Michael Thomas, and then probably Derek Henry or Alvin Kamara. That's just a lock. It's what happens every single draft. But that does yeah. not really matter too much because everyone already knows that. The first picks of the draft were Christian McCaffrey, then Alvin Kamara, Saquon Barkley, Michael Thomas, Ezekiel Elliott, Dalvin Cook, and then Derek Henry. So now, Tyler, it is your choice. You're doing the zero wide receiver strategy, yeah. the robust running back. What are you going to be doing here? Robust. Yeah, I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm going to take a guy who uh, who may be good in the kitchen. He ain't no cook, but he's always mixing. I'm going to go Joe Mixon. What the fuck is that? I'm going to go Joe Mixon here with my pick. Uh, let's start off the zero wide receiver strat correctly. Um, Joe Mixon, welcome to the squad. Love that. I love Joseph Mixon. So after Mixon, we see Miles Sanders. Kind of a reach for me. I know Tyler likes Miles Sanders at the 109, but now it is my pick and I'm doing the zero running back. So we have to go ahead and select a wide receiver since the best, the best quote unquote, the biggest cry baby in fantasy football and real NFL, Michael Thomas has been taken. To me, it's an easy pick here. Devontae Adams, you can argue he's the best wide receiver in fantasy football. Last year, he kind of struggled due to the fact that he, he got hurt. But if he didn't get hurt, he would have looked good, even though I think that they're going to try to run the ball a lot. Aaron Rodgers doesn't give a fuck when Devontae Adams is healthy. He's going to feed the guy. So to me, that's a pretty easy pick, especially for this situation. Normally, though, I would have picked a guy like Josh Jacobs, Nick Chubb, Kenyon Drake, any of those running backs that I think will actually do something instead of going with the two wide receivers in a row, which to me is kind of crazy, but we'll see how the team ends up. So after I picked Adams, Eckler came off the board, followed by Hopkins, Julio, and Tyreek. So the two teams behind me, or one of the teams behind me, actually used the strategy I am going to be using, which is going to make it much harder for me to succeed doing it. So now I'm going to go ahead and select another wide receiver here with Mr. Chris Godwin. To me, he's the best wide receiver on the board. The guys still available are Robinson, Galladay, Evans, Juju, DJ Moore. To me, there's a clear, evident guy here, and that's Chris Godwin for me. So Tyler, would you have picked anyone different than Chris Godwin? 
Yeah, so I um, my strategy when I do go wide receivers is I run a, uh, a big six. Um, no, big eight, I'm sorry. So if, if one of the guys in my big eight are there at a good value, I, I roll with it. Um, that includes, obviously, you know, your top four, your obvious. Um, you know, Hopkins, Julio, Tyreek, uh, Adams, and, and Thomas, top five, I'm a dumbass. Then, I, you know, Godwin and Galladay and Evans wrap that up. So when I get one of those eight, I'm very comfortable with it. You go Godwin here, I'm plenty okay with that. Okay, that's what I'm going for there. I like him a bit more than, than Galladay, who I also really like a lot. So now, after I made my pick, I'll just read off the draft board, and Tyler will make his pick. So after I'm with Godwin, Kenyon Drake got picked, and now it's just not showing me who else got picked. So, Tyler, it's your turn to make your pick. That's because I'm the pick in between you and, and the Kenyon Drake pick. And uh, the person who did take Kenyon Drake, I'm going to Kenyon fuck you over. This is ridiculous. Um, here's something I do want to try. I think there's been a lot of buzz about um, anti-Nick Chubb right now. Uh, I don't think I want to roll with him. I, I think it's when you kind of look at it, there's a lot of volatility in that situation. Nick uh, Chubb is competing with Bream Hunt for, for touches, and it, it's just it's just a rough situation. I think I want to go with the safer kind of option. There really is zero number two kind of guy. And, yeah, there won't be a lot of passing work, but the rushing volume is so fantastic for him, and it's just not a guy I have in a lot of leagues. So I'm going to go Josh Jacobs here. I think the value is really good for him at, what, the 205? Uh, that, that's good for me. And a great second running back for myself. And now I'm back on the clock, baby. That's how we do it. That is how you do it. So I would honestly argue that I like Nick Chubb slightly more, but I wouldn't really actually have an argument about it because I think they're both going to be like they're in the same tier of running back. So after Tyler went with Josh Jacobs, shout out to uh, Stevie Two Chain, Stevie One Chain. So Aaron Jones, follow after he chose Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, Allen Robinson, DJ Moore, Kenny Galladay, Travis Kelsey, Lamar Jackson, George Kittle, Mike Evans, Pat Mahomes, Juju, CH, Adam Thielen, and Cooper Cup. Uh, every single draft I've done on any, literally any fucking site, Lamar and Mahomes go in the second and third round, and then Kelsey and Kittle do the exact same thing. They always go right next to each other. I don't know why that is. I don't understand why anyone's drafting a quarterback in the first three rounds, but, you know, let them be. So, Tyler, it is your pick now of the zero wide receiver strategy. Yeah, so I'm going to continue the trend, obviously. I'm not a coward. I'm going to keep it going. Um, a guy who's, when he's played more than eight games, he's reached 1,000 yards. He's been in the uh, year – um, in the league for three years, I'm going to sneeze. Never mind, I'm not. So, um, yeah, and then he got 76 receptions last year under Gardner Minshew in his first year. It's Leonard Fournette. And yeah, I understand the uh, the risk of taking Fournette, and I know I'm going to cover that later when I get a guy like Armstead if I can. So I'm going to take Fournette here. Uh, very, very comfortable as, with him as my third running back. I think that's a fantastic call to me. I like that pick as well. I would not Thanks, argue against that. So, obviously, Tyler went with Leonard Fournette, and then Amari Cooper came off the board. To me, I mean, I don't really like fucking Amari Cooper at all, even in the third round. I just don't think that's a good pick. But it's my pick. We're continuing on the zero running back train, which right now, if if I was doing this realistically, I would fucking jump off the cliff and just draft, like, uh, Le'Veon Bell and then draft Jonathan Taylor for, like, some upside. But obviously, I'm stuck on the train. We Marky Mark, has, baby. Has no stops. That's exactly who we're going with. We're going with <laughs> Marky Mark Andrews of the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, Lamar Jackson's a fucking – I mean, he's a running back, but he also throws the ball sometimes. And when he throws the ball, he looks for Mark Andrews. So that's obviously going to be key to their success. Mm -hmm. And even though the guy does have type 1 diabetes, and apparently that hurts you if you have uh, – during this kind of like you might not want to play. No, I'm just yeah. being honest with you. It puts you in like actual more danger. So – 
you know, stranger danger. Be careful, Mark Andrews, but you're coming on to my team right here with my third pick. And then I am back up again after I went with DJ Marky Mark Andrews. Zach Ertz came off the board, followed by Todd Gurley, which is a god-awful pick, followed by another god-awful pick of Odell Beckham Jr., and then Chris Carson. So now we're hopping back onto the wide receiver train because, like I said, we're doing this for real. And I'm going to go with Robert Woods, wide receiver of the L.A. Rams. I really like his high upside. He started to ball out last year after they committed to the two tight end set. I still like Cooper Cup, but I think Robert Woods has a whole lot of upside as my flex play. Tyler, would you have went with anyone else here, or do you think Woods is the pick? No, I'm good with it. Robert Woods, um, Calvin Ridley's up there as, uh, as well. Uh, I think when you know you have a lot of those safe receivers, I think it's a, you can be a little daring. You can go with a guy like A.J. Brown but I have zero problem playing with a very, very safe floor. How many flex spots we have? He's definitely going in there. Uno. Um, Uno flex spot, and he's flying Uno. into there. All righty. Well, yeah, with this, um, yeah, so Nick kind of completed his kind of starting lineup when it comes to the wide receivers. I think at that point, that's when you're running back uh, in, in your all-wide receiver. That's when that stretch ends. When you fill your – obviously the position that they play – and you fill the flex spots, that's when your uh, no wide receiver strategy or no running back strategy kind of ends. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to continue my train because I'm just a madman who is probably doing a line of coke before we start videos every time. But who knows? That's my business. Uh, I'm going to go with a guy named Jonathan Taylor. I think he's fantastic. Um, I back him. Listen, my running back position is locked down uh, right now, so I don't need Jonathan Taylor to be effective in the first couple of games. But this is a guy who will be. Listen, he's going to have a lot of thousand year, uh, very a ton of consecutive thousand yard rushing seasons. Uh, with the Colts they've got in my opinion is the number one offensive line you can get those offensive line rankings in Nick's draft guide so go check that out down below and if you bam we killed it we got a little plug there I just think he's gonna be really really good he's he's got a great line to work with he's gonna get receiving work because there's not a lot too many options there uh he's just a really great player and he's gonna be really great to be on my bench that's right that's what happens when you go running back early you get great players on your bench yeah, especially with Tyler's been snorting a lot of that booger sugar. If you guys have enjoyed the video thus far, please make sure to click that subscribe button down below. And also, I actually don't hate Tyler's strategy. Obviously, we're doing the zero, Tyler's doing the zero wide receiver strategy. And I wouldn't argue against going a fourth running back, especially if one of these guys ends up being completely shit. Like, what if yeah. Leonard Fournette gets hurt? Then Jonathan Taylor, you fly him straight in your lineup, and he's a god. And if not, you can just go ahead and trade one of these guys or just keep all four of them. So after Tyler went with my main man, JT, AJ Brown came out the board, followed by Calvin Ridley. Decaf, Metcalf, Le'Veon Bell, DJ Chark, David Johnson, Melvin Gordon, Cortland Sutton, Tyler Lockett, James Conner, Darren Waller, T.Y. Hilton, Terry McLaurin, and my main man, Tyler Boyd in the fifth round. That's pretty early for him, but I like yeah. that, just like Kirk Cousins. So what are you thinking here? Yeah, bet you don't know about Dre, bet you don't know about Tyler. Yeah, I have a little rap reference. Maybe that's right. I don't know. But I'm going to go with a guy who has a fantastic start of the season, um, a guy who always will get volume for some weird reason. And in redraft, I feel comfortable going with him. Um, basically he's going to be what Jonathan Taylor won't be at the beginning of the season. And then Jonathan Taylor will be what he won't be at the end of the season. I'm going to go with Mark Ingram here. It sounds crazy. His schedule is so cake to start the season. And I want to take advantage of that and, and start my season off. Right. And maybe convince my league mates, Hey, can we add another flex spot? Cause my team is loaded. All right. So I don't agree with Tyler picking a running back there. That's fucking crazy, but you know, it is what I'm it crazy, is. baby. So after uh, Mark man. Ingram, <laughs> Deshaun Watson came off the board. So now I've done the, the four rounds in a row. I could go for a fifth and draft a quarterback, but I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think that that's a good idea. I don't think that that's what you should do. We've got the whole lineup filled out besides the running backs and the quarterbacks. So I will argue here that I can go a running back and I'm going to go ahead and get my main man, the David Montgomery. I'm going to get the counselor's main boy. 
boy, David Montgomery. This guy's going to be a fucking beast this season. Even though I don't necessarily believe that he's going to be a top 10 running back, I do think that he's a safer guy back here who definitely has some upside given Matt Nagy puts that visor on correctly, takes it out of his ass, and decides to actually learn to give the ball to David Montgomery. And I think if nine-inch Nick Foles is starting as the quarterback, that will make the team just flow better. I think that David Montgomery will have a higher chance of playing better in that scenario. So we're going to go ahead and get my boy, David yeah. Monty Gumry. So after I went with David Montgomery, we see Mr. Dickie Dak Prescott, the guy who decides to not get a contract because Jerry Jones is a certified dumbass. After Dak, we see Devin Singletary, which is also a terrible pick in my opinion, followed by Russell Wilson. And then another garbage pick of Devonte Parker, even though we're both dolphins fans. Personally, I don't think Devonte Parker will have a great year. Tyler, what do you think about him real quick? Balkan. That's what I think. Mike Secchi, baby. That's the real legend, real legends. That's a brand here in Florida. It's for kids who fish. That's weird as fuck. All right, we'll move on. All right. So uh, speaking of kids who fish, shout out to my boy, Karate Kick Kareem Hunt, because that is who we are picking here. Kareem Hunt is going to be so fucking safe this year. It's unreal. He's going to be, he could literally be the wide receiver three on the team. If Jarvis doesn't actually end up missing the first game, I could see him playing the slot early in the season and that would really boost up his point total and he's a guy who you can obviously just lay lay into the running back two spot every single game and just be like hey this guy's gonna give me like 10 points and if Chubb was to go down he has literally top five upside we've seen Kareem do that in the past when he was on the Chiefs so we're to go with Kareem Hunt here I think that is clearly the best pick the other guys on the board were DeAndre Swift Cam Akers you're taking kind of higher upside kind of picks here I do like James White though but I think the sixth round might be a little too early for that so we're to get Kareem Hunt so what do you think about Mr. Kareem? Yeah, I, I don't mind it. I think James White probably is a better kind of hand, handcuff. I don't fucking know. But I know Kareem Hunt was was outpacing Chubb uh, in four of the six games that they played together last year. And there's just nerves when it comes to Nick Chubb. But there isn't for Kareem Hunt as, as probably the best handcuff in football. It's a fantastic pick. I'm not going to argue it. Uh, so I can either continue my on heroin kind of attack here in my draft and just grab another running back. Uh, I really want to, but I think he's going to come back to me on the turn. So I'm going to go ahead and take a guy who I think is always a safe play. He's always a safe play, and he's always way late in the drafts, and I never really understand it. I'm going to go ahead and take my first wide receiver, and I'm going to take Julian Edelman. Listen, he's going to get targets, and I don't know where my, my little mouse thing is, so there we go. Um, he always is going to get volume. He will. He, he just kind of demands it. And Cam Newton, that's going to be the guy he goes to. And Nikhil Harris is another guy that's going to get targets. And new maybe a little bit too. But Edelman is always the safe option. He always finds himself as a back-end wide receiver one, uh, high wide receiver two. And he's always sitting in the sixth round. So I'm like, let's take advantage of it. I'm ready to go. And I have to grab this guy before he's not available for me, which means I have to let go of James White, which is unfortunate. But I got to take my second wide receiver. I'm going to take Marvin Jones. Listen, another guy who's very back into the draft all the time, but he always finds himself in a way to get to a wide receiver two position. And you're looking for a wide receiver two. He's my second wide receiver. I'm good with that. I got the running backs so I'm going to be carrying the squad. And now I'm going to get Marvin Jones and Julian Edelman. And it's an old, but it's veteran. And they're going to get shit done. And I'm very excited to get Marvin Jones here. Locking up my receiver position. That's how it's done when you do this strategy. Follow me on Instagram or Twitter, whatever the fuck I'm at. <laughs> All right, so if we look back before to after Tyler picked Julian Edelman, notice how something happens. Hunter Henry, Kyler Murray, Evan Ingram, Raheem Mostert, and then Jarvis Garbage-Ass, A.J. Green, Hollywood Brown, Michael Gallup, Josh Allen, Brandon Cooks, Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, Debo, Drew Brees. Four quarterbacks go within six picks. Don't be that guy. Tyler wasn't that guy. He didn't hop on the run. He didn't see some quarterbacks go. He didn't shit his pants. 
He didn't. He just said, you know what? Let me go ahead and get my wide receiver. Let me not reach up for a quarterback, and that's a great move. I personally don't like getting a quarterback until later in the draft, but you know, whatever floats your boat. If there's value there, you can go ahead and get it. So now it is my pick. After Tyler went with Marvin Jones, and then the computer went with Wolf Fuller. So now we're gonna have to go ahead and attack yet again the running back position. We're gonna get the guy I talked about earlier, James White. Tyler likes him as well. I really think with Cam Newton starting as the quarterback, we could see a dominant year out of James White. And I also think that he's a guy that I want on all my teams because I know I can throw him into the flex spot pretty much every single week. He's been a top 20 running back two years in a row. Two years ago, he was a top 10 running back. I believe he finished as running back number seven in PPR. Even without Tom Brady, I think there's going to be design plays to get James White the ball. And Cam Newton probably doesn't want to get fucking laid out, so he's probably going to try to dump the ball off as much as possible to Hamines White. So what do you think about James White real quick? I know you talked about it a little, but talk about it. Hurts me like a dagger. I knew you were going to do it. Um, you got to kind of watch your league mates. See, that's the thing, though. If if that wide receiver run didn't happen, you know, maybe a running back run didn't happen, I was fairly comfortable with uh, with kind of going with a James White type or, or something along that lines. But I had to get my second wide receiver. You got to kind of watch your league mates. What do they need? You got you to gotta be following that just as much as what you need. Uh, it's going to make you a better drafter. And it's going to make your team look a lot better. You can predict those kind of things. So um, I had to go Marvin Jones with me. I had to let James White go through the cracks. But guess what? Marvin Jones was not going to be here at all. And I felt it was a good move. And I felt it was a really good move on your end as well. So I'll let you get your next pick. Thank you very much. So after after I went James White, Christian Kirk, Deontay Johnson, Jameson Crowder, DeAndre Swift. Real quick, me and Tyler are Dolphins fans. But I don't understand this Jamison Crowder hype at all. Why is Jamison Crowder going in the fucking eighth round? Why? Because he got a zillion targets last year from the mono man? No, that's not going to fucking happen again. I just really don't believe it does. What's your take on uh, Jamison Crowder real quick? Yeah. Um, no. Did I do it? Did I do it? Wait, hold up. Hold up. Let's stop. I'll stop being like this. Jamison Crowder. Okay, let, let's, let's kind of look at him as a player, right? Um, so the first thing I want to start with is who does he play for? J-E-T-S. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, that's all I needed. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. It's very simple. You just don't want – unless you're taking him in, like, the 10th-plus round. Yeah. Don't fucking do it. Don't take a guy who you're hoping for upside with in the eighth round who doesn't even have that high of upside because fucking dumbass Adam Gaze is the head coach of the team. So now it's my pick again. We've already have – I have three running backs, three wide receivers, and you know what that means? It's running bike time again. And I'm going to go ahead and actually not go with my main man here who, to me, would have been a lock – to go with Cam Akers, but I want to go with a pick who I believe is also high upside. I know Tyler probably doesn't like this pick at all. I'm going to go with my main man, Ronald Jones. The buddy's getting buff, buddy's getting huge, and he's coming in for a big season with Tampa Bay Tom Brady. So we're going to go ahead and lock in Rojo here. This is a big dick maneuver. I really do believe that his value is going to go through the roof. This guy's going to tear it up this year. I will always believe in Ronald Jones for some weird reason. Shout out to Peyton Barber, though. Have fun in Washington. So I'm going to go with Rojo here. I know Tyler dislikes the pick, so you can uh, bring up why you dislike it. Yeah, I'm just going to take Keyshawn Vaughn, and then you're going to be fucked because I'm going to have the real starter in Tampa. Um, But, hey, I won't bully you too long. Um, It's the eighth round. Sure. Uh, You could have picked a guy with upside. Anyways, uh, (laughs) get bodied. I'm just kidding. I love you, Nick, and I love your decisions. They're your decisions, though. They aren't mine. So I'm going to go ahead and make my next pick in the draft. And listen, I got two wide receivers, and Tyler would alpha and go and grab a third one. However, there's been a lot of runs on wide receivers. Um, sorry, and grab another running back. That's how I'd be off. Don't worry about it. Skip that. Um, but I got to grab my third one right here just to play it safe. And I'm going to take a guy with a good amount of upside in Darius Slayton. 
Um, I'm going to pray that a running back falls in my lap, and he does. Fantastic. This is this is why we draft baby J.K. Dobbins in my lap. Now I get Mark Ingram, and I get J.K. So now I get that big combo. It's fantastic. When Mark Ingram goes down or is basically eventually replaced by J.K., I have that backup option. It's fantastic for my team. My depth looks phenomenal. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, it's the, it's the one-two Mayweather of a running back combo. You got Mark Ingram, and then you got J.K. Dobbins in case uh, Mark Ingram decides to break his leg, scoring a zillion touchdowns. So, so a quick recap. I'm not going to actually talk about all the players here, but I did want to bring up one player, and that is the 49ers defense. Do not draft the defense in the ninth round. That's really all I have to say. I just don't believe that it's worth it. And I also am very much questioning Team Nine's decision-making because they have two running backs, and they have a zillion wide receivers, and none of which are actually really that good, considering they drafted fucking Emmanuel Sanders, Jerry Judy, and Stefan Diggs. So kind of questionable. And they have Amari Cooper. So it's a very questionable decision-making for me. But now we can probably go ahead and snag a wide receiver that I actually am really starting to buy into. I know it might sound weird, but it's Mr. Mikey Mike Williams. Mike Williams, is, in his last two years, has done what – Makes no sense. One season, he's getting 1,000 yards. The other season, he's scoring 10 touchdowns. Just combine them together. Maybe get 900 yards and nine touchdowns, and you have a better season. Now, limp dick fucking Phillip Rivers, his, li- his dick is probably limp because he has so many children, and he's just having too much sex. Congrats on the sex to Phillip Rivers. But I, I, I think that uh, hopefully Ty God Taylor is throwing the ball good there, Justin Herbert. Either way, I think Mike Williams has the potential to really be that guy there. And as my wide receiver four kind of guy, I'm just taking later with some upside. I don't necessarily hate that considering I think the guy is a big bodied guy who can score a lot of touchdowns, especially when his teammate Hunter Henry just can't really stay healthy for the whole season. I'd peg him as like a <laughs> peg him as like a 11 uh, game player. So uh, now I've selected Mike Williams. So uh, now you are on to your pick. Just kidding. It's my pick again. After I'm with Mike Williams, our boy Jordan Howard came off the board, followed by me, Cole Hardman, Tyler Higby, and Jalen Reger. I probably should have taken McCole Hardman, but I didn't even notice him being there because Fantasy Pros had him uh, a bit buried down there. So now we're going to go ahead and go ahead and attack the running back position yet again. And we're going to snag Tevin Coleman, falling late into the drafts. So if I'm going to be honest with you, no fucking idea what's going to happen there. They still haven't even moved Mo- Must- Mostert. How the hell you say his name? So. Most- I don't know what's going to happen there. If Mostert doesn't get traded, then Tevin Coleman's a fucking bust of a pick here. If he does get traded, Tevin Coleman's a good pick here. So that's why you try to draft closer to the NFL season starting. But right now, I think Tevin Coleman is a solid pick in the 10th round. I do think Jared McKinnon will be involved. It will be a running back by committee like you read about in the dictionary. You type that shit in, and you see Kyle Shanahan's dumb face on the dictionary with him choking away two Super Bowls. Shout out to him, and shout out to Tevin Coleman. Formal Falcon, former formal Super Bowl choker. Fair enough. Yeah, the, the only thing I feel uh, where maybe I don't want to go with Coleman is there was a report released uh, today, um, the twenty first. Twenty first, yeah, the twenty first of um, today, July. Um, July. Thank you, month. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it, that was saying basically. Um, listen, this the burrito situation, not burrito. The most situation was kind of they kind of talked about it. They kind of fixed it up. Um, he still yes. wants a contract, obviously. If they don't want to give him a contract, they will ship him. But the relationship uh, kind of turned from being sour to a little bit better than, than it was. So that's why I'm still a little reserved on taking Coleman. But I, I don't mind it because Burrito's gone, so there's still value in him. Um, I feel like I've got a cover-up position. And since you took my pick, I was actually going to go with Coleman. Um, I'm going to go ahead and stab you in the heart and take a guy who I knew you probably weren't even thinking about, and you're going to kick yourself now. Actually, no, you don't. You already grabbed your tight end. I'm going to go Hayden Hurst um, for my first tight end play. Uh, 
good fill on my lineup. Oh, and it says a value pick there. Thanks, Fantasy Pros. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, Hayden Hurst value, literally, he's going to be like a seventh-round pick come August, I think, because the hype is just too real on the guy. I love him, though. So uh, what are you thinking about here with your 11th pick? Yeah, so obviously, obviously, I got to touch up wide receiver a little bit when I kind of look at that, though. I'm looking at a lot of Jets receivers, a lot of past Jets receivers, and uh, it hurts my heart, and I don't know if I want to do that. Uh, but one thing I will do is pray on a TY injury uh, as I go with, oh, wait, actually, no, I need a quarterback. Let's let's look at the quarterback. Let's go mosey to the quarterback. Oh, ho, ho, value falling. Carson Wentz got to be another good pick via Fantasy Pros. He is on the squad, baby. And a steal says Fantasy Pros. That's what it's about. Shout out to the steal of Carson Wentz, just like what uh, – never mind. That was going to be a funny joke there, but I decided to reserve myself. Pull it back like a bow and shoot it. So uh, now it's my turn to pick a quarterback, and I'm going to go with uh, with a bit of a big dick play here. I thought Tyler was going to be smart. He drafted Marvin Jones, and he could have gotten the stack of Marvin Jones and Matt Stafford, but instead he decided to take an yeah. injury-prone player, so it makes a lot of sense. So we're going to go ahead and get another injury-prone player yeah, in the last couple of years. <laughs> In Matty Snapback, Matty Brokenback, because he carries the fucking Detroit Lions offense. It has been for his whole year, his whole fucking career. He was so good that Megatron decided to retire because he was tired of that shit as well. Matthew Stafford continues to play, continues to ball out, was on MVP pace last season, was looking like a fucking god. And I'm going to draft him again this year. I'm going to buy back into it. I do think you might want to be more reserved if you draft Matthew Stafford. And you, I never draft two quarterbacks, but you might want to just because the guy's back is fucked up. But with yeah. that said... I probably won't do it in this mock, but that's something you could obviously do. I already have one tight end in Mark Andrews who I'm super confident in, so I won't be drafting another tight end. I just don't see a reason in doing that. I typically only draft one quarterback and one tight end. But now it's time to go for yet another high upside pick late in the draft. We've got a bunch of running backs. we got a bunch of wide receivers. But I want to go ahead and get a guy that I actually really like a lot, and that is going to be my main man, Brandon Ayuk, because I think that Debo Samuel is going to miss a couple of games and I think that Ayuk can cement his place there. I am scared that they are very run heavy. That is obviously something worrisome about the 49ers, but Debo Samuel did it last year, and I think Ayuk can do it this season for the first couple of games. Maybe he's a guy that goes on fire. He plays a couple great games, and you just ship his ass off before Debo can even make it back onto the field. So I like Brandon Ayuk here late in drafts. Uh, what do you think about Ayuk real quick before you make your pick? Yeah, um, I think Debo – at. I feel like he's going to miss like one game and no. I, I don't, I don't know. know. I'm not a fucking doctor. It, I mean, it's, maybe it's not going to be more than four. I'll say that. Um, but you know, you're, you're, you're playing with it. Uh, it's still a run heavy team and that's why I'm not really even all that high in the Debo. Um, but I'm going <laughs> to, shit, I'll just be biased as fuck and just take another guy who isn't on a run heavy team, but just say fuck it. Um, and hope that he turns out to be the kind of core receiver. He's a senior um senior out of USC the guy was really really good in college a veteran leader um he almost doesn't need as much seasoning as maybe some of the younger pups that that come through the draft uh and TY getting hurt all the time I think it's a very very safe kind of play while not being safe because it's a rookie I get it uh Michael Pittman I think Philip Rivers has a lot to build with uh in regards to um fuck in, in regards to kind of rapport with wide receivers right yeah. so why not be Pittman um, that's, that's just kind of was my mindset. Now, now I have to grab a guy cause this is what happens. If you're going to grab Fournette, you can't go too long without grabbing a rug ball. You, you can't let him fall. You can't hope, oh, okay, he'll be there in the next round. You can't pray for that. Uh, you gotta grab him now. It's, it's a handcuff. It's almost vital to grab. 
Um, if you're going to go with Fournette, you got to get Armstead in somewhere fashion. You got to do it. And uh, with my last bench spot, I'm going to have to address it and get right well to, for the staff. Yeah, no, I, I definitely don't hate that. Now, what is your thoughts now that preseason is canceled? Do you believe that the rookie wide receivers will really be able to get that rapport with their quarterback? Because we both took rookie yeah. wide receivers in the last in the 12th mm-hmm. round. So what are your thoughts mm-hmm. about that? My only thing is, yes, I, I get that. The running backs, I think, will be fine. Uh, listen, they're just getting the ball handed off to them. That, that rapport is actually a lot quicker. Um, the things I'm kind of more worried about is center to quarterback. Teams with new centers is going to be a little bit of an issue. Don't at me. I used to play center. It's you got to build a little bit of connection there. You know, how hard, how firm you're getting it, getting the ball back to your quarterback, you know, where he's at, how tall he is. That, that actually matters to the things that no one ever takes into consideration. But teams like the Cowboys have a new center. Um, there may be a little learning curve there between the two. Um, but that's something you got to consider. Running backs are good, but wide receivers are important. Now, the only reason I was comfortable taking uh, Pittman is, listen, all the receivers in that backfield – uh, in, in the receiver core is going to have to work with the new quarterback and Phillip Rivers. Or if it's uh, Brissett, I, I guess, you know, there's some there's some kind of rapport still built. But T.Y. Hilton's missed a lot of games in the past year, so it's like, can we really count on T.Y. and a Brissett kind of thing? And then Eason's there, too. So you've got a lot of new quarterbacks there, and there's not really a, a chance that there's already built rapport. So I'm kind of good going with a rookie and taking my shot at it. No, no, I, I'm not going to disagree with that. I'm just saying I think I am a bit more scared now due to the yeah. fact that there's no preseason. But obviously you picked Rock Armstead, but I want to go ahead and be a bit of a dick here. Bit of a uh, – I don't even know what – I fucking forgot what his name is. What's the other Jacksonville running back's name? The guy they just brought in who's from Washington. His name's escaping me. Chris, Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson. I actually do like that pick. I don't think he'll do anything unless Fournette gets hurt, though. But I do think Thompson is a good pick. I have no idea where he is, though. That's going to be a problem. Chris Thompson, where is he? Am I dense? Where the fuck is he? Oh, he's right here. Running back 62. I like this pick, actually. I think he has high upside. He's a guy that in Washington actually played quite well in multiple yeah. seasons. So he's he a guy healthy. that, yeah, when, when he's healthy, he's good. So after Chris Thompson, uh, Hunter Renfro came off the board, followed by Damian Harris, who I don't understand why anyone's buying into him again. Uh, Buffalo Bills, Saints, and now I'm going to go ahead and get my defense or my kicker. You can go really either or. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and get the kicker one in my main man, Justin Tucker the fucker. I actually don't even have a preference between Tucker and Harrison Bucker. I think they're both going to be great. But I've had Tucker for multiple seasons in a row. He's been a guy that helps me because I've actually – I'm going to be honest with you. In some leagues, I have reached for kicker in like the, the 13th round, which isn't even really a reach. But if people aren't taking him, and you can go ahead and get that safety yeah. net where you don't even have to cut the guy – every single week because obviously that's something that I actually preach to do, but it is fucking annoying when you can just have Justin Tucker in the 13th round. So I'm going to snag Tucker here in the 14th round. So what are, that, what are you thinking here? Yeah. Uh, again, I'm going to do the strategy you did imply was uh, take kickers and defenses and then drop them, you know, week by week. And I'm going to go with the chargers here. You get Joe Burrow week one. They got a really, really good cornerback crew. They get guys that chase after the quarterback Week one for Joe Burrow, good luck, good luck. And I'm going to take a lot of picks, and hopefully one gets to the house because that's a really good pick for me. All right. Don't hate that. Don't hate it. You can't hate it. Can't hate the game. Don't you hate it because actually that's who I would have picked if I didn't pick a def- or a kicker. So. All right. So now I'm going to go to kicker. Um, the <laughs> Geez, there you go. Uh, my kicker number one – no, num- not number one. My kicker two and three are both sitting on the board. Actually, my kicker one and three, my apologies. Good math. Um Kicker rankings are on the draft guide. Go check that out. Um, but, yeah, my kicker rankings, I do take a lot seriously. I take in a lot of volume. I take in red zone efficiencies. I, I care about kicker rankings. No one else does. I'm there for you, baby. So I'm going to go with my kicker, numero uno. 
a guy now that Watson does not have DeAndre Hopkins, the red zone efficiency is going even further down than what it already was. I'm going to go Fairbairn here. Zane Gonzalez was my three. He is going to be a guy who will be fairly efficient as well. Uh, but the only thing is, is the amount of field goals and attempts he had last year are going to go down. They were so high last year. But now that you know Murray actually has good receiving options and the team kind of has another year under the belt and uh, Kingsbury can be a little bit more aggressive, I think he's going to see a lot less field goal attempts. And I'm going to go with Bear Baron here for the win. Look at my team. It's fantastic. All right, so my final pick, we're going defense. I'm going to stay with Tyler's strategy here. I'm going to go with the defense going up against the Washington to-be-named team. The Philadelphia Eagles are playing up against them. Now, I actually okay. think that Hashkins has improved. But I wouldn't be surprised if he falters in the first game, obviously, since there's no preseason, none of that. So I think that might actually help the Eagles' defense. I don't think the Eagles have the best defense in the NFL. But, hey, hopefully they're able to stop Mr. Uh, Dwayne Trashcan Hashkins. So that completes our draft. But I do want to recap our teams real quick and talk about it. Talk about how you felt. So, Tyler, recap your team first. And tell me how you feel about the zero wide receiver strategy overall. Fantastic. It's a strategy I run all the time. Um, I always go heavy running back. It's just my thing to do. I have the best bench score in the in fantasy pros. I think this is something that you're gonna find with with going with the strategy. Listen, you're gonna see that teams need running backs and they need them early when guys go down. They need them when guys start looking inefficient. Running backs are always a position that there's never enough of. Uh, where wide receivers, you're always gonna find someone growing in the in the ranks that you can pick off off the waivers. You have a lot of running backs. You have guys you can kind of go, here you go, here you go, here you want. You want this guy, pay up. You can get a little bit more value than, than you actually draft them at. Um, I very much back it. I think it's a very, very great strategy. Um, you're taking advantage of the market, and you're, you're soaking it up on your team, and you're hoping that people just give you really shit trades because I think you'll see that. Uh, very efficient strategy. All right, so uh, would you like to read off your team here before we close out? Then I'll read off mine. Right. Okay, yeah, so Joe Mixon, Josh Jacobs, Leonard Fournette, Jonathan Taylor, Mark Ingram. So five running backs to start. Had to do it to him. Had to go three straight wide receivers after, though, because obviously you're sitting a lot thin. You got Edelman, Marvin Jones, and Darius Slayton. These are all guys who have proven it in the, uh, in the past. And then Darius Slayton kind of has the uh, young bucks that I'm hoping pans out. You get J.K. Dobbins as a perfect handcuff for Mark Ingram. You get uh, Ruckwell Armstead a little later in the draft. That's another good ha uh, handcuff. In between those picks, you got Hayden Hurst as your starting tight end, Carson Wentz as your starting quarterback. You got Michael Pittman, too, another kind of upside play. If it works out, it works out great. Um, and then you close it out with the Chargers and kick and uh, your kicker, Kami Fairbairn. So I, I back what I did. I thought I did good. Fancy pros right, doesn't. Yeah, no, your team is very good. So now I'm going to talk about my strategy. This is the zero running back strategy. This is a draft strategy that I don't actually really like all that much, but you can win using any fucking strategy. You can draft a quarterback in the first round and still end up winning, but obviously it might take a little bit more luck. This is more of kind of a safety pick when you go zero wide receiver or zero running back, I should say, because you're getting the safe guys with the wide receivers and not risking it with the running backs, even though I think that's kind of a false narrative. So my team, my starting quarterback is Matthew Stafford. My two running backs are David Montgomery and Kareem Hunt, obviously because I went wide receiver heavy early. Devontae Adams and Chris Godwin are my starting wide receivers. My flex is Robert Woods. My tight end is Mark Andrews. And then my bench is comprised of James White, Ronald Jones, Mike Williams, Tevin Coleman, Brandon Ayuk, and Chris Thompson. Overall, I don't really love this strategy, but I could see myself using it in certain situations where 
the the wide receivers fall to me where I get maybe Devontae Adams and Julio on the same team. I would actually like that way more than getting uh, Chris Godwin. But, hey, that's just my opinion. Uh, I think that uh, you shouldn't go into the draft thinking you want to go zero running back, zero wide receiver with any strategy yeah. at all, to be honest with you. That's very important because then you're going to put yourself in a fucking box. Shout out to Roddy Rich. I hope you guys enjoyed. Tyler, any closing remarks? Tyler Moss NFL. Find me, baby. Great all tweets. Right. Find him on Twitter. Check him out. Have a great rest of your guys' fucking day, and I'll see you guys tomorrow with yet another banger of a video. Click that subscribe button. Also, check out the draft guide. Goodbye.